Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. I was asking you about Ndombele and, and your opinion of him. Just in yeah, we were, Jimmy was Jimmy was mentioning how he's he's good enough to link up, but he collects the ball in, you know. Not as far up the pitch as Harry does when he's dropping in. So it's painful right now. And I'm so sick of Eric Dyer. Like, I didn't even yeah. see play today. And Agnostic was... played today. I'm so sick of him. I've been sick of him since he peaked in, like, 2018 with Pochettino. And he hasn't shown me enough. And just because he can play a little bit of a bully in Jose's system, it doesn't impress me. Toby is still class, in my opinion. Um, Davinson Sanchez hasn't come along enough. The but tackle, I'm sick of I'm sick of the tackle today was just, it, it was devoid of any skill. It was devoid of any thought. It was the most ridiculous tackle in the box that I've ever fucking seen in my life. Looks like he was flailing on the ground. It's like, why are you poking at that? Davies and Toby were sitting right there and he still flailed at, at his leg and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was sad. Fuck Eric Dyer. I actually, <laughs> later in the game, when he was taking that free kick, right after he missed it, missed it, I stood up in my basement and I just said, fuck Eric Dyer. Fuck Eric Dyer. Because <laughs> he is an asshole and he doesn't deserve to be on the pitch. Oh, that's harsh. Eric, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean it as a person, not person to person if you hear this, but. I, anyway. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to listen, listen, but. <laughs> I stood up in my basement angry because I was angry all day as just a person. So Eric Dyer at the end of the game, it's just like, nice trigger. Can't, yeah. can't, can't take him anymore. And then Bale not on the bench, but the last twelve minutes were entertaining. I oh, watched fuck. the last twelve. Yeah. You, yeah. if you watched the last twelve, you missed that was you, you missed nothing. You missed no good parts for Tottenham Hotspur. I watched the last twenty minutes of the first half and about thirty minutes in the second half total. Mm. So I caught I caught a decent chunk. But so let's talk about know, something hey, happy. Let's yeah, let's talk about here. some happy Spurs. Will will still fight for top four, in my opinion. Um, fight for top four. I'm not saying they will make top four, but I think they can still fight. There's still plenty of games. They're at 21 played, I think, and they're most are at 22. Could be wrong. Maybe they're 22. Yeah, still now, a lot of but games. Still a lot of still games. Still a lot of games, but you know, clearly out of the title. But Jimmy, how are you feeling about you know? Yeah, you had the Sheffield, and then you had. The the five red cards and uh, nine oh win <laughs> nine oh win. Well, I mean, Sorry, yeah, I mean, it, Austin. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh, hurt that you know they lost their first of the red cards at the second minute. Um, you know that always helps. Uh, <laughs> what happened on the red card? I didn't even see I mean, horrible horrible. Yeah, it would just. 
like I don't know, yeah, like an Eric Dyer esque. Like, what what were you thinking? Like, what was going through your head when you made the tackle? Um, it was like maybe. a flying like kick. I mean, he, into McTominay's like almost his groin area. I mean, he went up really high. The, he was a young kid, wasn't he, Jim? That hasn't yeah. first start, and he was all amped up. Probably, he probably didn't mean to try and hurt Scott, but it no. was definitely red card. Yeah, it, nine one, nil. One is gonna lose some. Oh my so gosh! Bad. Yeah, it's just just brutal. Oh, um, it's painful. And and they've you, had a great year thus far. They really have. Yeah, United. United might have been a little a little ruthless, right? Like, uh, I mean, someone would be like you know, like the the fucking Simpsons meme or whatever. He's like, you're dead already. Um, I mean, well, a we, professional team. Yeah. You're about to slam it down. Well, anyway. and and we we needed the goal differential, honestly. You yeah. know, like losing six one early in the season didn't help. I think I think I heard them say it's during that game because we had been like we had we had lost all of our games at Old Trafford, and I think at that um, coming into that game, I think we might have been sitting on a negative goal differential at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it was. It was good for a lot of reasons, you know, good to wipe the taste out of the mouth, good to um, get everyone <laughs> everyone back set. So, yeah, I mean, I'm literally everyone. Yeah, literally everyone. Everyone everyone scored. But yeah, it was nice. It, it, it's uh, and hopefully they take it forward. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, I just watched I, you know, I watched them look helpless against Sheffield. Yeah. Who like makes me feel a little better that they've won like five of their last seven matches. Yeah, they look great. But, um, I love it. True, but we're gonna talk about the relegation battle next. Yeah, we get that. Jimmy, you you like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of teams go a man up, so the, the other team gets a red card. You still have to give United credit for picking it apart. Like it, I've seen games where I'm trying to say it's not in a foregone conclusion that you win. Maybe that's not the second minute, but I still, more often than you not. still have to execute on it. Yeah, I mean now now you know that there's going to be a team that's going to have you know nine or all ten guys sitting behind the ball for most of the game, especially right. at zero zero that early in the game. Um, yeah, and, and United played sometimes. well. They set pieces. Yeah, they they connected well. Like the um, the build up, the final pass, like the the first goal. Um, I believe it was the Luke Shaw to Juan Bissaka uh, goal. Like that was just a really good ball, and they you know caught a a Danny Ings, who's a striker, you know, sleeping because he's not, he's not used to defending. Um, Juan Bissaka caught him on the back door. So yeah, I mean, like they were playing good balls and it was really good to watch. And I just hope that they can play that can like, you know, that good all the time. Um, but we'll see. It, it, I think that it's going to be very tough, right? We're still potentially what six points behind city um, with the games in hand that they have. Um, hopefully Liverpool can, nick some points off of them i just i doubt it but yeah um we'll see liverpool doesn't have much bite right now but it is it is united have been a really fun watch the last couple seasons <clears throat> if nothing else like all you, know, the, you got a good chance youth. of seeing a good show must be nice must i wonder what that's like you know i was wondering explosion. the same thing I was wondering the same thing for most of the time. That <laughs> oh, you've been we got a, good shows. We got good shows. If they would have put one in the last 12 minutes, I would have been like, yeah. They didn't. I wouldn't have. Chelsea have been, been down like this that. year. New manager. We should fucking beat them. 
fucking beat them. We're we're more settled as a squad. We have, anyway. Oh yeah, save it for the rant. Mm. Mm. I think you got to win that game. Mm. Not hope so, for a draw. Not enough. So relegation battle, Michael. <sighs> yes. Into it. I do. Tyndall, I think my internet stinks right now. Can you pull up the table? But yeah, I think Sheffield's Fulham, only a point back now. Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield. Sheffield's in the twentieth spot. And they're one point back of West Brom in 19. But what is it? Who, who's who's uh, next in line for who's on the? It uh, was it was Brighton, Brighton for a while. It was Brighton, Sheffield. But, yeah, I think it's Newcastle now. Yeah. Sheffield 11 points on 11 points. 19th place West Brom on 12. Fulham in 18th on 14. And then there's a six point gap up to 17 out of the relegation zone to Burnley on 22 points. With Newcastle ahead, one goal difference in 16th on the same point total. So 22, 22, 14, 12, 11. Yeah, Man. they're pretty solidly down there. Like the yeah. three are going to have a hard time. Yeah, yeah six points. Going to have to fucking rise out of uh, out of the pit of right. despair. Sheffield looks like the most ready to do it, but I mean Burnley's not playing poorly. I would argue Newcastle's not even playing that poorly. Newcastle. No. Newcastle, other than that win, like they were uh, 11 straight games without a win before. Right, right, right. So, right, right. true. They've been playing poorly. <laughs> just, they just, need just, maximum. Yeah. They really do. He's like, he is the engine for them. Like, he's been getting healthy, right? He's just been playing like the last 20 minutes for them. He um, had COVID and then an injury as well. Yeah. Sounds like, I like Newcastle. is playing more of like a central role now with the new coach which is interesting dude i i've been okay i got the barstool app and so a couple of my parlays have had newcastle involved so that's probably why but i've watched like three or four newcastle three or four of their last games and almiron is like he's got a decent work rate in defense like he's he's tracking back yeah he's not as wingery that's a good observation michael i i was wondering why it makes sense yeah, I mean that's what that's where he played with Atlanta United, so he came in different position for for Newcastle. So I don't maybe he'll maybe he'll blossom there in Newcastle. I, I don't see Newcastle or Burnley getting relegated. To me, it's like the the three that are there are obviously the most likely. Brighton is still. I'd be fine with all that. I'd be fine I'd with like all three Sheffield. of those teams going down. I wa- I've watched a lot of Sheffield United this year, actually. Did you know in the starting 18 in Sheffield's last game that there was only one person from mainland Europe? Everyone else was an Islander, either, you know, England, Scotland, Ireland, or Northern Ireland. Hmm. Is this Sheffield? On that team. Or yeah. West Brom? Oh, Sheffield. It's cool. Yeah. Cool. Going down. So they're, they're, oh, they're, they're, a, they're a fucking straight pub team. Yeah. <laughs> More than Burnley. Yeah. Oh, Burnley. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sean Dyche. I like his uh, press conferences lately. <laughs> I've watched a couple of them. He's got some some funny highlights from his pressers. Yes. I'd yeah. have a beer with him, dude. I think he'd be a riot to have a beer with. I agree. Burnley's no fun to watch for the most part, and they like especially when you're playing against them. Like you know, they are they're rough, but like we need a team like that. Like 
I think in the league, and I'd rather have them than uh, like West Brom or Sheffield. I mean, let's and, talk about that Burnley Liverpool game. Jurgen Klopp whining down the tunnel. Sean, get your players to play nicer. You think that's, that's exactly what he said? Hey, make your players play nicer. Make your players play nicer. Like clear glasses. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, throw in some saliva being sprayed with his big <laughs> German mouth. Yeah, you're right. And, that's uh, a poor accent. Yeah. Sean! Yeah. These All players right. are cutting me. I play a thing. They're cutting yeah. into them. I don't like it. Tyndall saved my ass there. That was going nowhere. Oh, Klopp's a good manager, a great manager. And I think, yeah, when when you have some some failures, then everything isn't as rosy. Everything you do isn't isn't perfect and lovely all the time. And so, you know, you know, it's okay. He's, he's still a great manager. I, I think I'm just a little tired of, of his antics a little bit. but Yeah. You did the same for Joe about him all the time. Yeah. You know, it's uh, funny. The first 15 minutes of this podcast, when I was talking, Tyndall and Jimmy were hearing double. And right now my video is glitching. So, like, I only see every six seconds from you guys. And it is creeping me out. I see just that from your yeah. side, Echo, And Jimmy's, Jimmy's good. Dang it. I think I got internet problems tonight. Internet probs. There he is. He's now he's at the screen. <laughs> and then he's back. All right. And enough. <laughs> enough. Um, so what next? What are we talking about next? We've talked about relegation. We talked about United. I mean, can we just cap that, Jim? What do you I'm not gonna say, what do you think the chances are? But are you you're not feeling like it's I mean, I know that you consider City the favorite, but you don't feel like it's a runaway train at this point. I mean, there's plenty it, of time. It's not a runaway train, but I wasn't exaggerating. Like, I think it was a like, week or two ago now, I texted you guys and said, hey, the next eight games, United can't drop a point if they want to stay in the title race. And I meant that. And, like, I didn't foresee if all the points dropping would be Sheffield. But, um, you know, like, we will go into that game on March 6th. And... Um, you know, two games behind city. So even if we're able to nick one off of them, you know, we're still a full three points behind, which is really hard when you're playing a team that doesn't lose very often. So, um, like of all the teams, we again need help from, we need help from Liverpool. If Liverpool can take some points off of them, then that match on March 6th carries a little bit more weight. Um, but yeah, they just, the, the, the difference between city and United is city when, they were, you know, get everyone going. They play consistently. United just doesn't, at least not for long enough stretches to make it significant. So, like, I heard someone say, like, uh, when they're talking about, like, um, like, what do you think about United and, and like their chances? And this was like, there it was a pundit, but they were like, admittedly a United fan, and they said, they said, like, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it, like, uh, like, like they're really ready for a title chase. Like you wouldn't. There's not one specific thing you can point to where you're like, you know, they're really bad at this. Like they're not really bad in area. They're actually really good in most areas. It's just they're, they're missing something when it comes to the consistency and they are crazy reliant on Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as he goes, the team goes, and if he has one off day, which everyone's going to have, uh, you know, United doesn't play well. And then you, you saw that against Sheffield. So, um, 
I, I'm not saying it's over. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for the full ride. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I put it at like 5%. I think that, you know, I, I would be pretty disappointed if we didn't finish top four for sure at this point. Yeah. Um, or at least, you know, push city a little bit, but top four. Like I, I, you know, games else this weekend? Push them. Is that right? Is it Liverpool city Sunday. Oh, so yes. can we talk about Liverpool real quick? Because of course. For I don't think, yeah. So how, okay. How experiencing some, some, not even really failure, just a little it's, normality. A and, failure. and, and, poor, doesn't it? Liverpool are still class. I mean, even without Van Dyke, they're still class. And I would still expect them to, to be in the running for the title. I still think they're going to, they're going to be in the conversation at least for a little while. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't write them they beat off. City off. If they beat city this weekend, they beat them off. Yeah. They beat them off. <laughs> Goodness. It's true though. Uh, it's true. I think if Liverpool, all of a sudden the conversation changes, you know, Klopp starts, you know, smacking asses of reporters again and everything. <laughs> Everything goes back. Oh, this, this offense is moving nicely. Our defense, very solid at the back. Very good. Very good. Your rump is looking nice today, Susan. Can I grasp it? Uh, now, now there's two Germans in the top four. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I oh, mean, Liverpool, it's, Liver, it's between Liverpool and City and United at this point. You know, I, I, I don't completely. Oh no, yeah, what's don't write off Leicester. Leicester is playing I think really I am well. Off the Leicester. Depth. Jamie Vardy's out well, for good. a significant amount of time right now. So. Liverpool's yeah. missing Van Dyke for a significant amount of time. Yeah, but Liverpool James can Madison. cover their holes more than Leicester. Eh. Nah. James Madison. Your Madison. Your um, is good. Justin is good. Justin mm-hmm. is good. I have him on my fantasy team now as a defender. He's been quite good. That guy. He scored a goal yesterday as a defender. He's a beauty. Really was. Yeah, Leicester's in there too, man. I I wouldn't be shocked if Liverpool City, it came down the line like that. Wouldn't be shocked with United um, or Leicester. But I think that's about it. And I have to say, though, what about the fighting Miguel Antonio's? Yeah, uh, West Ham yes. United. Okay. The Hammers. Having, I want to get, I want to get the DC Irons on the podcast. I know we haven't been doing it a whole lot lately, but I should mm-hmm. reach out to that motherfucker, DC Irons, and get him to talk about the Hammers. Yeah, And I don't uh, know anything about them other than Jay Ling's. Yeah, and oh, David David Moyes and uh, Antonio Suchek, man, Suchek. I've been I've been Suchek. high on Suchek Bradley for a little has. while. What's his name? Uh, uh, e K E. What's his? How do you say that? Oh, that's uh. You mean for Crystal Palace? Fuck. Yes, I do. What's a different London club? Keep talking about West Ham, please. Cover my cover my. Suchek is amazing, is all I will say. He's a defender, or no? He's actually a midfielder, like a maybe holding gym. I think he's like holding. He's a tall guy. He's gotta be like six five. Him and uh, him and Declan Rice sit in front of the defense. Um, yeah. I think, dude, Declan Rice is class too. Again, I don't know how much you guys have watched the West Ham, but he's he's not going to blow you away. He's not a James Madison like skill wise front of goal, but he is so solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, England England player, right? Yeah. 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 He he shouted at Ndombele in a recent Instagram live, which is kind of cool. He's like, guys, next level. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. Bowen, Jared Bowen is decent. Um, Bowen's going to get pushed for game time now with Jay Lings. Yeah, Cresswell has been fantastic. Um, Jay Lings. Yeah, Jalen. How, how do you love that? How do you like that debut though? Like, that's pretty awesome. You score a brace. Ooh, of course he's dancing. Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Jalen's is is popping right now too. I've clicked it on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> and he put out a fire mixtape of his uh, of his touches and his goals on his Instagram. Go follow. He's got he's got a, on Instagram. It's a great. He's follow. got a fantastic media team. I don't know who does it for him, but yeah. Uh, like I wish him nothing but the best. Like he's never well, gonna he's like he's never come back. Player. I don't even know. Like by the time I started watching the game, he was a fringe player already. When he came on, he was electric for like what a year and a half. What position? I mean, depend. Depend. Yeah, say like like wing, attacking midfielder. Um, Kelly Alley role really work, work rate. Like that's his, that was his strongest suit was his work rate. Like. He would run and run and run and run. Great. But it, like, it, but that was like when he was, but he started like, I mean, as far as like, we talk about like, you know, guys like, all right, they're 17 years old. Let's get him into the senior team. Like, I mean, that's still kind of a recent development, but like for him, he's kind of a late bloomer. He didn't start. He didn't make the senior team until Van Gaal. And that was 2014. And when he was like 21, almost 22. Mm. So he's, he's a, he's an Academy guy, but he, came came late and uh it's electric for a while like what are you talking yeah just energy and scoring goals in in big matches like he scored uh he scored in the i think the fa cup final against crystal palace i think that was jose's oh, fa cool. cup final um nice. or maybe it was no no i'm sorry that was van gaal's fa cup final um and he played he was spoil he, riches he was yeah, in he was he was which in the when, england squad which FA cup was that <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lost track of all these rings. Jay Lane scoring the FA Cup final. Uh, yeah. No, he was mean, fun to watch. I was he was in the England. Italy. He was in the England squad in 2018 at the World Cup. Uh, um, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I feel like I remember that. But he's, Kyrian he's uh, Trippier. Trip was a big part of that squad, and Deli Alley and Dyer. Dyer. Mm-hmm. Dyer fucked Ramos up. That was fun. Wasn't Harry That's Winks great. in that team too? Yeah. 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 It's fun. That was like that was the start of my actually I slid from World Cup into like club loving. I was watching club football before twenty eighteen, but then I caught World Cup fever and then I and now I just love club soccer. Yeah. I've said this on the podcast before, but I used to get depressed after a World Cup because I oh I've always loved World Cup. As soon as it be as soon as it ended, I'd be like, "Fuck, four more years until good soccer," and then I was like, "Oh, there's good soccer on all the time." There's even better soccer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I still I, I have a soft spot in my heart for for World Cup. It's always a, I mean, it's one of the top events in the world for sure. The, the World Cup is the World Cup, and then like uh, Project Restart for the Champions League, where they played like elimination games. Like made me want nothing but elimination games for the Champions League or Europa League. Oh, I before. completely disagree. Like, n- no, I no more two leg like shit. I don't care about that. Like the like I the love death. Home. 
You don't let them uh, home at home? No, it was. I mean, fair. I like. I like I'm as I'm as traditional as they come in, but that was fun as hell. At, like uh, just like just the boom dead, boom dead on to the next one. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. It gave it. That's it, what it, made it gave it. Calf Champions League fun too. They did a final sixteen. It's fun. You seen Saprisa? I mean, I'm comparing Champions League to Champions League. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Watch, true. Club World Cup's going on right now. Why? Bayern is the representative for uh, for Europe. Palmeiras is in it from Brazil, and then there's like a Tigres, League MX. Mm-hmm. Liverpool. Do you remember when Liverpool they sent their senior squad there last year? Yeah, because the yeah. Aston Aston Villa beat up on their children. Yeah, and then this, and the and then this year Liverpool beat up on Aston Villa's children. Oh yeah, and the uh, Aston Villa's children hung in there a little longer. That's it. They're a little harder, you know. Like <laughs> the Liverpool well, Birmingham, probably man. like I play at Liverpool, and like you know, not as working class. No one's Birmingham. Uh, I mean the city, man. Ah yes, <gasps> that's the energy. So Champions League coming up. Soon, next week, I think, and then Europa as well. It's just we're about to get. So- I, it's been such a lovely thing. Premier League games back on Wednesdays and just full calendar of, of soccer. It's great. It's been fun. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for you know Champions League and Europa League back during midweek, and Premier League games more on the weekend because honestly Premier League games are tough for me because the like the three fifteen time slot is usually when I'm leaving work to go get my kids so i'm like i got like on in the car just like through my speakers so i can listen but i can't really watch and um yeah i have a hard time watching games on the weekend like when the kids are running around and there's a game on tv i'm like you're just like I've, constantly on guard duty with those 10 month old walking like a psycho um oh, yeah i i have my i have my uh my whole family conditioned like my wife doesn't like soccer, but like she's cool with it being on all day on Saturday because it's like good noise. Like yeah. the little one, the little one would be like, come up and she'll show me where she'll like ball, ball, yeah. and then like she'll point to the ball. I'm like, all right, cool. The I big one will even watch me from time to time. She started watching. She noticed like to her the game was keep away, and she's like, the blue one's passing to the blue one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> So yeah, she and then she and she was just watching for like she watched for a good twenty minutes. It was the first time I've ever seen her like into it. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, so what else in the soccer world? We don't have crazy amount of time left, but what else in the soccer world has stuck out to you lately? In all of it. I mean Zlatan, obviously. Uh, Bar- Barcelona. And the Messi contract. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing was insane. Like what a, like yeah. I mean, talk about like people wanted to know what like you know like what would Michael Jordan or LeBron James or any generational player in you know in an American sport make in a in a, in a true open market. And I think LeBron you gotta, probably looked at that contract and was like, "That's what I should be." Like he, I mean, he's messy level. That contract was what five hundred and fifty, five hundred fifty-five million euros. Wow. Over yeah. four years. Yeah. 
it's unfathomable well, how much money that man makes to play soccer. He's well, compared, I mean, to, to compared to American sports. He was making so much money for that club, though, too. And then all of a sudden, when the yeah. pandemic hit and they stopped being able to like, sell tickets and blah, 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 like, it is it is wild, like, how dangerously in debt they are. Like, we One might... player worth that much money is insanity. We're he about to go through up. a generation... We're about to go through a generation of fans that are going to know Barcelona as a mid, mid-table mid club. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think Mon- it has the brand name, recognition, where the vaccines work, and fans are back in the stadium. You're not so making up gonna, that billion gonna dollars anytime soon. Fine. The brand's so strong still. I think they're fine. What about that? Hot take? Uh, yeah, hot take. Hot take. Both hot takes. <laughs> Document this for review. Reddit yes. remind me in five years. It'd be nice if it did. Yeah. <laughs> We're not love like that. Not a rooster and the devil. We're not that fancy. Dudes talking about soccer. We are revisionist history. <laughs> Truly. Truly. We I don't like have anything to talk about. The, all the American activity in the Bundesliga right now. You got Matthew Hoppy and his. All uh, over. American activity all over Europe, man. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it is all over Europe. Oh, I love the Swansea moves with Jordan Morris and Ariola. I thought there was Ariola. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Is it like Ariola? Yeah. That's right. And with the pole keeper. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, Daryl. But he calls him old tit. Old tit had a good game. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Nips. Nips. Yeah, he called him Nips. That's right. Uh, Kyle Stickley is a, uh, a Fulham fan. Shout out, Kyle. He's been to Craven Cottage twice, and uh, he calls him Old Nips. Uh, probably not, but if I send him the link, he might. Um, be like, he, he says, yeah. Get forward to the uh, 43rd minute to hear That's your name. That's what I could tell him. Yeah. <laughs> old, old, old Nips had a good game today. Here mm. Anyway, sorry for being a high schooler. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all fine. Here on Rooster and the Devil. It is. Thank you for sticking with us here. We love you. We thanks, do. Elder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Brian. Yeah. So, anything else? Anything else at all from the soccer world? I saw uh, Concacaf Champions League announced a new format for next year. It's gr- regional group stages and then a knockout tournament. I think I, you know, I've gotten some hate for this opinion on Twitter, but I think Concacaf Champions League is the hope for cool soccer in North America that's not World Cup or national team related. I, I Jimmy's got a look on his face though. Jimmy oh. <laughs> <laughs> a huge breath. Just a huge breath in. A lot of pondering. Okay, sorry. I mean as long <laughs> as MLS exists, I, I I have zero to little faith. I mean those stupid fuckers are going through a lockout and Let's yeah, keep going. I don't. Keep going. I that threatens the Concacaf Champions League, actually. The it MLS really, lockout. it really does. It and the whole, I, and like the whole fucking U.S. representative portion of this fucking happy horse shit is the same bullshit that that I have with the U.S. Open Cup, where the MLS teams never have to play anywhere else; they always get to play at home. Um, like it loses all the fun oh, that really? they, like 
yeah, like all the fun that the fucking FA Cup, you know, is, you know, like they where don't you guys play at little stadiums. No, where you guys get to like oh, go to Marine crazy. or whatever. No, yeah. they it's like they get to start like yeah. at the quarterfinals, and I don't. Know, it, I would it, love it to is, see, man. yeah, yeah, Columbus Clearing American, uh, you know, Pittsburgh could, Riverhounds and play away like that'd be could, baller. Then the imagine, U.S. Open Cup would be cool. Can you imagine Ooh. like Grand Rapids FC, whatever, makes like a crazy run in the tournament, and all of a sudden like. Uh, D- DC United has to has to come to Grand Rapids. Like, like you want to build grassroots soccer. You want to like you know get people to like MLS, do shit like that. But they won't. Yeah. They won't. They monopolize. They, wanna, they monopolize they, soccer. They want to squish it down. In our lifetime, like I I really believe second and third year tier uh, second and third tier cities can support soccer clubs, and you're seeing that. You're seeing that all over the United States right now, I have hope. I really do have hope that it'll be more widespread and regional and people will eventually say, you know what? Fuck MLS. That's a weird product. Like I like supporting my local club. Maybe that's my dream. I just want the, yeah. I'll say, I want the, I want the, the top league to be enjoyable. Like, I don't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be European for me. Like it, it just has to be better than what it is. And it's, it's shit. It like, and I get like, I get that it needs to make money. I get that it needs to make money, but like also you can't protect your investment and make it fucking unwatchable and expect that to be like good long-term. Like the only source of revenue they have right now is selling off fucking franchises. You know, Uh, it's a good point though, because they're competing in a global market for attention for viewing soccer. So, at me as an American, I can watch English Premier League at convenient times, and when there's no relegation and no desperation at the end of the season, yeah, I'm more likely to turn on a Premier League game just for that reason alone. Because the oh, end, of, like you're watching a, you know, clubs. 17th, 18th in the table in MLS play each other. It's it's garbage. You didn't want to watch the the playoffs where more than half the teams made the playoffs. They yeah, didn't sound like yeah more than half the teams. in a yeah. one in a knockout tournament. Yeah, yeah, gross, kind of bullshit. I mean, Michael, to your point about smaller cities <clears throat> being able to play a role, GR just approved. Uh, huge expanse along the grand river and a soccer specific stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. So potentially USL, I think is in that's the conversation. Could, yeah. I mean, USL and USL I mean, they, they made that a size enough. city in USL. Yeah. And they're not they shying win. away from saying promotion relegations, an option and all the MLS two teams are dropping out of USL too. I think they're competing leagues. I really do. At Can some I, point. Can I tell you, Tyndall, as a kid growing up, like, I would have killed to get into, like, a regional or state final game at, like, you know, GRFC Stadium or Detroit City Stadium, you know, like, soccer-specific stadiums in the state. Like, that would, like, give me way, like, make me way happier than, like, I think they played them at, like, big high schools. Like, I mean, to have, like, something like that, like, downtown DR right on the river. Yeah, endear yourself to like the kids who are playing soccer in that state, like you know. Yes. Yes. Local man, local. And is if you can, we'll if you see. can walk to the stadium and have all the bars around the stadium hopping with fans, or it's right by Founders. Like, mm-hmm. like a half yeah. mile. 
Founders. Yeah, just walk from fa- – oh, yeah, that's going to be – there's going to definitely be supporters groups at Founders because they do be. baller shit like that. Founders it is awesome. Great, but we'll see. We'll see. I, yeah, I'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Okay. You got to buy season tickets at a, some love there. I would love to go to a game with you guys and have a beer without masks on and enjoy the air. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. just sent our RSVP back. We're going. We can go. I was concerned for a while because August is my busiest month at work, but it sounds like I can at least take that Monday off. So Fantastic. there we go. Yep. Fantastic news. Yeah, I hope things are better by then. We'll see. We'll see. Should we rant it up? Yeah. Who's got one on the hip ready to fire? I thought Bradley said earlier he'd made reference to something he was saving for a rant later. Yeah, I I'm not gonna go there. I think uh I think just yeah, happy for happy for uh a job and getting through all this hopefully later in the year. Happy to be happy to be alive. Happy no one close to me died. Yeah. You know? That's a good way. You are you are grateful for life there. That's nice. Grateful for life. That's <laughs> not a rant. Oh, I got. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> a rant about your rant, life. Like that, that's, you're allowed to make snow. the rant whatever you want. That's how we always have it. looking out at, the, at this falling snow, and I normally hate snow in February oh. in Michigan, but we haven't had hardly any, and it's quite lovely, and it could always be worse. So. I'll piggyback right off of that. We had a snowstorm in Maryland for the first time in three winters. It doesn't really snow here. It just really doesn't. So we had, I don't know, probably about four and a half, five inches over two days. So it snowed continuously for two days, but so little that it only got up to like four and a half, five inches. But that was like the first measurable snow in three winters. And we went sledding with the two and a half year old. She loved it. Brought the baby out. She was chilling. And then... Yeah, made some snowman and nice. Sweet. I like snow. I like a little snow. Jersey gets way more snow than Maryland. Just four hours north. Growing up, like we would get slammed with big storms all the time, but Maryland completely avoids it. So I'm well, not completely. Every once in a while, they get a big one, but it melts right away. But I enjoyed the snow. It's good. <laughs> it was not all bad. Jim, do you want to talk about snow and snowman? <laughs> It's all warm and fuzzy in here. No, no more warm and fuzzy. <laughs> the devil. F- fuck MLS. Oh, fuck Don Garber. <laughs> I hope I hope he fucking loses his job. I hope all of them fucking lose a bunch of money, and they gotta fucking burn it to the ground and start over again. Wow. Powerful. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Not. Maybe it is though. God, let's hope not. Hope not either. I think the English system is is around to stay. It's a pretty great one, dude. I even love the Premier League, man. I mean, I'll watch any game, and there's some good stuff that's gonna. I mean, some impressive shit, mm-hmm. touches or skills or whatever. Players. There's no goal, man. Specific players always stick out on the yeah. lower level teams. They're like, oh, that guy. Really Anthony Robinson, I actually have enjoyed watching him. I've watched a lot of Fulham lately. Fast. He's not bad, man. He's Up hanging. He's point. hanging in the Premier League. Oh yeah, he's good on the offensive hanging. side. 
and capable on the defensive side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun. I just miss Tim Ream, you know, miss seeing him. Mm. You know how much <laughs> better Fulham's been without him? He never needs to play again for anybody. He can go, he can go fucking play in MLS, be on Don Garber's team. He will. Of course he'll end in MLS. I hope he plays to I hope he plays to the fucking LA Galaxy. He might. Fucking They're like, code. we got to ream. It's gonna be a big promo. We're gonna ream you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, boys. Yeah. Some baby making music right here. Oh.